0: Welcome back to NLP's Young Professionals Network podcast, Growing in the Green Industry. Today's podcast is powered by our Young Professional Network partner, Steel. Steel makes a full line of gasoline and battery powered outdoor power equipment for the demanding landscape professional. Find yours at steelusa.com. Your hosts of today's episode include myself, Miles Caparis from Include Software, Neil Glatt with Grow the Bench, and Luke Melangrano from Mariani Landscape. What's up, guys? It's been a while. It's been like six days miles we were hanging out Oh for- uh, yeah i mean between you but i feel like it's been a while since i've been on the podcast it's uh true that yeah it's kind of been a summer so you just, far you so. just
1: jumped right into this one Miles. we didn't didn't prep didn't talk about it at all before you just bam you're ready to ready to rock yeah. and roll
0: hey we don't have any guests so i mean so we gotta either <laughs> we gotta we gotta be entertaining for our our uh our listeners i guess we're just gonna freestyle this one because now right? people are just turning us off right now like oh shit we gotta listen to these guys no guests <laughs> Nope. Close. (laughs) It's a good thing that that they don't like track
2: how long people listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the numbers keep going up. People are sharing and enjoying. And every time um, now that I'm going to shows again, right? Like every time I go somewhere, somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh, you know, it's so cool that you're doing this. Or, you know, I remember you saying that. I'm like, when, when did we talk? They go, no, you said it on the podcast. And I'm like, oh you listen to the podcast and it's like all these people and uh yeah i guess we're doing something pretty decent uh yeah and then you got to remember back to when what episode you said that and what you're actually talking (laughs) about yeah (laughs) and everybody's like i can't remember who the guest was but they were talking about this and i'm like uh let's see if we can look it up in the show notes (laughs) you know like quickly searching for who that might have been
0: i've had i had I had somebody come up to me like yeah i was on the podcast with you and i was like (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was a great episode that's right i don't like recall it because we've done so many of these (laughs) and you kind of like lose track of like uh who we're talking to sometimes uh but it's a lot of fun i don't know i had the same experience too you know it's like oh listen to podcasts oh
1: well that's what i said i think one of the last times you might have been off on that episode miles but i was like you know we've done these episodes where it's like oh let's recap the past guests I can't remember every everybody on the podcast and what we talked about.
0: Yeah. Anyways, so how's uh how's the summer going? We're la- wrapping up until like the last week of uh August. I mean, it's not, it's like renewal season now, I think. And uh, it's I mean.
1: it's crazy to
0: think that we're
1: you know you look down and it's August twenty sixth today. I mean like time just seems to just continuously fly by and it felt like just a couple weeks ago we were installing summer annuals it was you know middle of may or whatever and and here we are august and labor day's knocking on the door right now
0: yeah you guys starting to i mean everyone's busy um you guys starting to do like anything with like fall annuals or do anything like special with enhancements for labor day
1: um our fall annuals i think are set to kick off uh, like September 15th or so. Um, so we got a few weeks left before those start to go. And I, I'm sure we have a few stragglers that, uh, or not stragglers, but a few that, you know, i get them in right after Labor Day or right before. I'm sure we have that, but, uh, I don't, I mean, we're still, still planting. I mean, I think our entire month of September is fully booked as far as enhancements go right now. And, um, usually, I mean, for us, it's, fall is exactly like the spring it's you know we sell a bunch of work and get people on board for planting projects and we are usually struggling to find a way to get them all completed before the end of the year and not have a massive uh, backlog going into the next year so
0: do you have any fun enhancement projects that you have coming up or that you're looking forward to
1: um i mean i'm we're in the middle right now of a uh, Pretty big commercial install for actually one of my clients. Um, it's a, a factory of a client that we've taken care of their property for many, many years. Uh, their home, and uh, we're redoing the whole place. We created a really cool outdoor seating area for for their employees, um, and we're redoing the entire thing in all natives. So it's going to be, you know, be like a three-four year process before they you know, before it actually comes together and looks how it should, that's you know, just the way the native landscapes work. But when it's done, it's going to be really, really cool.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I see some really cool pictures from you guys' marketing um, about some of like the native work and there's some other cool landscapers out there that are doing like a lot of prairie work and wildflower work. And um, it, and I really like the look. It's, it's really refreshing, you know, it's like not as polished, but it's kind of, it's pretty sweet.
1: It's been a, it, it's been a push for us for, I mean, since I've been with Mariani, so that's coming up on seven years right now, we've, we've pushed harder and harder to make that uh, a bigger focal point for us. I mean, you know, when you're going and landscaping five, 10 acre estates, I mean, to, to put a formal finished landscape across the entire thing that you have to constantly be manicuring and babying week after week i mean the costs just get outrageous so you know you can do some really cool things with seating you can do a lot of plugging and those things i mean like i said you got to be willing to wait the three four years for them to fill in but they typically do and they look fantastic and the maintenance it's so much easier i mean we have a dedicated team right now uh it's grown i think to five or six people now who they go around and they take care of all of the natural areas on our properties, and so it's just, it's another segment of the business that you can you can focus on. And more and more people are are asking for that. And they're they're great additions to border areas of plants uh, or of uh, landscapes. Um, you know, we use them on a lot of the bluffs in the lake communities. I mean, you have to do something to to stabilize the soil, so put something native there. It's a lot more sustainable too, huh? Less water, less chemical. Oh, yeah, that for sure. I mean, a lot of what we do is in those areas is it's either hand wicking, so you're not uh, you're not spraying the chemicals uh, directly, um, and hand pulling. I mean, that's a big, big portion of what we do, and it's it's led into other segments. You know, um, pollinator gardens. Those are you know people want to do more and more to keep the bee populations increasing and you know putting in these pollinator gardens i walk by them and there's hundreds of bees swarming around all these plants so it's a great market and it's a great segment to get into um if you're not already that's super cool
0: that is super cool neil what's going on with you man
2: just um running and and traveling the other day I was stuck in Detroit for 18 hours longer than I was supposed to be so oh I'm I'm officially back in uh air travel sucks not I miss air travel camp but um <laughs>
0: I had I'm that home- going to Grand Rapids the other week yeah I was an airport delayed for 7 hours I
2: I uh the pilot was uh 15 minutes late for our flight from Minneapolis to Detroit and the connection was tight and I sprinted from if you know DTW airport, I sprinted from A72 to C27, which are like as far apart as you can get. And I got there uh, with five minutes to spare before my scheduled time, but the door was closed and they said, control said, we can't open it or hold the plane for you. I was like, you don't need to hold the plane. It's right there. I can go to it. <laughs> and and uh, we agreed to disagree and uh, I spent the night and I got home uh, yesterday, so
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh Good thing you've been doing all that
1: marathon training. So the, the run was was probably no problem for he you. He counted yeah. it
2: as a workout. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> which, is, which is good because my bag was checked and they said, uh, you can get your, this is like 11 o'clock at night. They're like, yeah, you can get your bag, um, but it'll probably take them one or two hours to bring from the plane. And I was like. I'm just going to the hotel <laughs> I'm not dealing with that so there I had no workout uh, shoes or clothes so that that was uh definitely my workout for for that point but what are you gonna do? It's all part of the job right
0: It's all part of the job
2: and this is why if you're gonna travel for business always fly in the day before or attempt to anyway. That's, That's my true. professional lesson for <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, what about what about you how's the how's the software
1: world treating you these days
0: it's good yeah we're working on some really cool stuff um as uh, you know and just it's it's uh been learning a lot of lessons professionally um it's a uh, yeah it's, it's it's really good it's just it's been um it's been relatively busy so uh yeah it, it's i don't know how to describe it besides she's just, just like um you know things come in waves and there's been a lot of waves. So, um, it's always like you, you're questioning yourself, you're questioning yourself and then you hit a breaking point. Right. And then you fall through and then it's like, you, you question yourself and then you hit a breaking point, And then it's like, you come through again. And like, so I've had a lot of those, and but it's been really rewarding, um, managing, uh, getting through that. Um, a lot of anxiety points have gone away, which is cool. Um, but also made me realize how much I carry that personally, you know? So, uh, so you're, it's, it's, it's good, but you're coming up
2: on the time of year where a lot of, um, people start to think about their software, uh, in the industry and what they want to implement for next year. Right. Are you, are you handling a lot of those conversations right now?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And, um, and as, as we build our new, our new cloud oriented product, um, that's its own thing. Right. So like, you know my job. I manage the product, but I also, um, with the team, right, I help lead it. But it's, it's all a team effort, and uh, I also design things. So uh, this is the time where people are in inside and really like renewals are really relevant right now. Getting new contracts. How you talk about those processes, the approval processes. Um, so it's really interesting because it's top of mind, and there's a lot of really cool problems to solve out there, which really gets my gears going. You know, but. Uh, there's a lot of problems to solve out there and and um you know it's it's uh, it's it's interesting because it's not like um rinse and repeat right it's it's like you have to really spend some really quality time understanding what the core problem is of what you're trying to solve and then designing a solution around that and then usually your first design sucks so it's by like you have to go through several several iterations before you like you actually nail it and that's right. normal, right? That's normal right. for every, any, any software, any like creative or design any, process. Any solution
2: yeah. period, right? Like, Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure like with like, you know, with like Mariani, like in your guys' design studio, you have a sweet design studio, but clients are sure are there or, you know, I've been there, right? Like the designers like have sheets of paper all over with different sketches of different ways to do things. So it's really similar to what I do. It's just, it's just in the virtual in the virtual world instead of building a physical product but it's very close to designing like a high-end like multi-million dollar landscape
1: yeah well, I mean it's 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 the creative process I mean you gotta you gotta keep going back and forth to the uh, back to the drawing table and you know, you come up with an idea and then, you know, maybe get some input from this person, from that person. And, Oh, you know, yeah, let's, let's change it real quick. It's the same way that our designs work. And like you said, I mean, there's drafting paper all over the place with all sorts of different sketches. And typically they, you know, the final outcome is is a combination of, you know, all of those designs put together to achieve the end product that, you know, you want to, you want to come up with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been really cool because, uh, I've also found some like really good community and built my community around um, uh, non-industry people as well. So like in the user experience community, I've had made some really solid connections out there um, for people who have been in that, that world in the software UX world, which has been really rewarding for me um, and understanding people outside the industry, how they think about things. And there's so much to glean and it's interesting because a lot of people are solving the same problems. It just has a different name to it or, um, in in the generally in the enterprise space, you know? Um, so it's, uh, but yeah, so it's good. Um, I know our service team is busy, um, with, especially with the renewals coming up and, uh, people prepping for winter and doing snow contracts and all that. So, um, yeah, but everything, everything, everything else is pretty good. I mean, um, I don't think there's that, not much else going on besides that. So,
2: It's crazy to think that we're going to be at landscapes in seven weeks with our live podcast on the show floor.
0: Yeah. That's gonna be really cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. And like Neil was talking about, like we were at a trade show together, um, just by chance. Uh, was it last week? Yeah. earlier this week, Mm -hmm. last week. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. It's cool to see people in person. Um, kind of forgot how valuable it, it is to talk to clients in person have those conversations and people are a lot, it's interesting because I feel like the virtuals, virtual thing is that people you kind of lose that touch. Whereas like when you're, pre, when you're in the presence of a person, there's a lot more empathy. There's a lot more understanding. There's a lot more reading the body language. It's, a, it's not as, um, it doesn't go zero to a hundred as quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's um, we were talking uh, because I introduced you to somebody who Uh, hopefully you'll be joining us as a guest in the future. And um, it's funny because we went out to dinner and just hung out and caught up and talked. And like, we have, I did. Yeah. yeah, Miles and I have, and um, we have made uh, time over the past year, which has been all virtual to like catch up via phone. But even that was like fairly transactional and focused compared to just hanging out and having, so many other conversations that we wouldn't have had, you know um, until you're in person. Right. And it was cool. And we were commenting to this future guest that it's like, yeah, it was actually kind of weird because like um, we've only ever hung out in person a handful of times, you know, over the years at like landscapes and stuff. But then when you finally get to do it again, you're like, oh, wow. Like I'd actually consider you like a much closer friend than I would have (laughs) consciously have known, you know, like it was a cool, different, fun feeling of getting back in person. So I'm stoked for landscapes and already um, getting pinged by a bunch of people. When can we do lunch? When can we do dinner, you know, and um, registered and I'm sure the hotel's booking up really quickly. So I'm expecting that to be uh, back in full force uh, for sure.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking about that too. And there's something to be said about um, building relationships virtually and being consistent so like, I think the key, the key part there is, is consistency. Like we've been doing this week over week, obviously right. it some, but then like, once like we we met in person, it was like, it was just very natural. Like where like the conversations, like where a lot of this foundational work has been built up, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't feel like it. And then like, when we talk, when you talked, it was just like about, you know, a whole host of things where we had this mutual understanding, but that's because we we're consistent in communicating with each other. So it's pretty cool. It was a good time yeah yeah i think like the whole hybrid model really works well yeah um i think i think that's like locking kind of like locking things in in person really is like a at least for me very helpful thing so
2: yeah i i don't know if anybody out there is like still not considering where they want to go in person but what i will say is like if you're on the fence about whether you want to go to landscapes in particular like take the opportunity because getting in person with people in the industry is, I was excited to do it before I went, but it was so much better than I even anticipated once I was there.
0: Yeah. It gave me, it gave me renewed energy. And I'm not, I'm just not even saying that it's just like, it literally came out. And I'm like, okay, right. right. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. This is, sure, yeah. I would,
1: I would, I would guess that, you know, especially this year post landscapes, that the like what you just said Miles that renewed energy is going to be probably pretty high throughout the industry. I I would guess um and you know kind of touching on what you guys did is you know going to these events I mean the education is always great and everything but the networking that you're able to do and just you know you get you get ideas you can bounce ideas off of people and have a have a little bit more casual conversation. I mean like you know I mean we've we've talked and gone over some things and you know via text or whatever and it's great but it's just it's a completely different feeling when you're when you're in person with with one another and you know you can go back and forth and stuff and yeah I think you know I, I'm personally really looking forward to, to getting down there and and seeing everybody again
2: and you know just being in the atmosphere there so yeah and there were like um five or six, maybe even 10 conversations I had with people who, you know, we see each other around LinkedIn and stuff. And, but I didn't really understand what they were doing recently. And they didn't really understand what I was up to. And it was kind of like, a a, we knew each other, but then we were able to have that expanded natural conversation. It was like, oh, wow, there's like a real connection here. We should have been talking six months ago, but now that we're here, like, let's figure this out because we should definitely be, be working together on some of these things, you know? Well, that's why it's so important too. I think that you,
1: you know, people get out there and, and you can make this event more beneficial to yourself by, I mean, you have, what did you say, Neil? We have seven weeks leading up to it. Start, start messaging people, start reaching out and connecting with people now on LinkedIn on F- uh, Facebook, on Instagram, what, whatever your social media platform is, start reaching out now, making that connection, and you'll see just how powerful that connection can be once you actually meet that person and live and in person, yeah. versus just you know shooting a couple quick texts back and forth. Yeah,
0: yeah. And a pro tip that I this is this is the secret that I do, but I like to get together with the people who other who know other people that you can build rapport. So like Neil, Neil knew everybody at the last trade show I was at. So it was cool because he was able to introduce me to some cool people, at least at a high level, you know, and, um, get exposure that way. So I think that there's definitely work and that you need to do to get those people's trust, but you got to find those connections that do know, like that have a good network. And then that's how you really can get introduced to some really cool people. Um, So that's, that's the strategy that I've always taken. And it's really worked out well.
1: Have you guys ever, when, when you're, you know, reaching out or I'll I'll say, I'll use the word cold calling, um, you know, people who you want to do business with, or, you know, become acquainted with and network with, you guys ever just send a video to them saying, hello, hey, how's it going? Like, 10 second, 15 second video. Hey, you know, Neil saw you running in the Chicago marathon. Congratulations. That's awesome. You know, let me know if I can do anything for you. 10 seconds. Neil's yeah. going to remember that versus a text message or a LinkedIn message. Hey, Neil, how's it going? You know, blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah. I, I think the video is huge and you can just record it on your phones these days. And it, it always shocks me how few people use it. Right. Um, I, I like to call people, um, but I think the power of the human voice is so much better than a cold email or cold message. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, um, there's, I, th- there's very few things that I like remember as, um, really top best in class, you know, sales techniques or, or networking techniques, um, which is funny because like, I, I am very aware of them when they happen, you know? And one of them was when I first ran the Boston marathon, uh, in 2018, they publish the results of every finisher. Um, so your full name and city and time goes there. And there was a local realtor who, uh, had, had taken a copy of it and cut it out and laminated it and sent it to me with a letter that was like, congratulations. If you ever, you know, are thinking about moving like, here I am, you know? And it's like, wow, that is really top in class, nice kind of gift. And now I have a laminated copy of something that is meaningful that I wouldn't even necessarily done for myself, you know? Um, So I I think that there are small, simple things like that that you can do to really stand out and and get above of everybody else. If you're looking for a connection and at the same time, you know, with landscapes um, a lot of it is not necessarily, trying to sell to somebody you know and our industry is so open that i don't think you need to do very much um miles your little brother and i the first time we met had drinks with him and his friend and you know i even bought them drinks at the end of it you know like yeah i mean because we're hanging out right and but because they initiated and asked you know
0: yeah that's i think that's i mean for me the way that i've never had to really sell myself i think that um or at least not like uh actively think about it right i'm probably doing it uh, subconsciously but like for me for me it's like I, I want like a bridge to that person so if i have somebody that i know that i want to get to to know somebody who knows the person that i want to get right because that might be a little more obtainable right so for instance if like you have neil neil's super approachable so like you can go up to him and say hey what's up but like say if Neil, this is like more like type of like untouchable type guy, you'd want to get to know, you know, somebody who is in his circle that can do an easy introduction and then it's kind of your chance to make something happen. I think, yeah. uh, I it, think, sorry. I was just going
2: to say, and LinkedIn makes that so easy today. Right. Cause like I can see who miles is connected to and then be like, Hey, do you actually know this person? And can I have an introduction? Right. Rather than like, who do you know that I'm supposed to know,
0: you know, or exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good tool to use to like get to that person. Um, but it's also, I think a lot of it's just being like, you're just being your authentic self and don't try, don't try too hard. I think like, especially if you're networking, especially with people who are a little bit more busy or like that have high value type people, you know, like they, they don't want to deal with the BS of like somebody trying to pretend they're not. You know, you just gotta be who you are and just be genuine, right? Yeah. Um, and that means being honest. So, and a lot of, and I, that's what I love about the, our industry is that everyone's very helpful. So you don't have to know it all. If you just come and ask questions, people are more than willing to share and give you answers. So, um, yeah. No, I th- I never done the video thing though.
1: I actually used it. Um, it, it's a powerful tool, I think for networking with people but I used it actually for um, a sale with a client who I hadn't seen for a while. Uh, we did a little bit of work for them last year and then I knew they were out of town for a little while and didn't didn't visit this property very frequently so I went there checked it out sent a quick like 30 second video hey Mrs. Smith the plants we did last year looked fantastic still they're filling in greatly by the way, over here, I think this is an issue. We should really get this corrected, blah, 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 blah. Um, let me know. Boom, shipped it. Like two hours later, I think I got a phone call from her. And a week later, it was like a $10,000 sale just from a simple video. So, um, I mean, you know, the, the phones we have in our pockets, I mean, they're they're like supercomputers. I mean, yeah, use them. Yeah. Use them and and make connections with people. Reach out to your clients, you know, this type of stuff. The networking, you know, what what that realtor did for Neil. I mean, making personal connections with with clients or people who you want to network with. We're all in small business. I mean, that's it's a tool that we get to use that the big corporations, you know, Coke, Pepsi, uh, Ford, all these companies they they spend billions of dollars a year on on marketing but they can't come close to what that you know that personal touch they can do yeah. some vid- they can do some video they can do some tv commercials or run some ads in a paper but they can't they can't connect and 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 become personal with their clients or friends
2: yeah and and to my to the point the consistency is so c- critical right cuz like the realtor who just sold my house for me is not the realtor who sent me that gift. Cause that was one and done. Right. It yeah. was a different realtor who, um, you know, I've attended leadership courses with and has gotten to know me over the years that is much closer and much more consistent. But um, you know, I think that the, if it's sometimes I, I coach salespeople and they're like, well, people don't respond to stuff. And it's like, no, people don't respond to the first or second or third thing. But they definitely start responding to the fifth and sixth and seventh thing that you do. And sometimes that response is, leave me the hell alone, right? But at least it's a response and you know where you stand. And um, I think that you have to really build up that credibility over time.
0: Yeah.
1: And and you've got to make sure that the message you're sending isn't, you know, hey, let me, you know, I want to do business with you. I want to do business with you. Yeah, I mean, you got to almost stay or or connect with you. You know, you almost have to stay away from that and, you know, build that, like you said, you know, consistency with a message, uh, whatever it is, and you've developed uh, a relationship with that realtor, you know them, you like them, you trust them. So what you're doing business with them now. Um, And he probably, I could be wrong, but he probably didn't try and sell you on himself a ton, you know, those little actions that he made of trying to build that relationship were what actually probably sold you.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, I think what, um, is interesting too, is like, I I try and be really generous, right? So I'll give anybody an introduction, right? And I met somebody at the show, Miles and I were at last week who, um, you know, does sales management and, I had somebody else on my network who I'm really close to ask me to circulate a sales management job. So I made that connection, right? But when I made that connection to uh, my friend who's hiring, I was like, hey, you know, this is an acquaintance. Um, on paper, looks like they might be a fit. I referred them over, you know, I'll keep my eyes open. But if I'd really known that guy who was asking for the job, the introduction would have been much stronger, right? And much more powerful. And I think that that is. Um, you know, I'll give anybody an introduction if they ask for it, because I want to be generous with my network and, and my connections. But if you've really added value to me over time, and, and I consider you closer like that, then I'll get you the job, not just the introduction. You know what I mean? And that's the conversation I had with somebody yesterday who I've known for years that we've worked together on multiple projects. And he goes, hey, I'm thinking about making a change. And uh, he wants to be in, in HR. And, Um, I said, you may have a challenge convincing some owners that what you're looking for is deserving of its own role, you know, at their size company. And if that's the case, you have them call me and I'll explain why it's so important and why you're the right guy. And, and I'll do everything to help you find that job. Right. And, and it's a very different conversation at that point than just, you know, here's their cell phone. Right. And, and introduced on a, on a joint email or whatever.
0: So um yeah, I and I I, I agree with that. I'm in the same boat. So it's actually pretty interesting because we're kind of conflating two things. It seems like it seems like we're conflating networking and sales all in one. And and, and I'm sure they're related a little bit. It's all,
2: it's all the same skills, right? Yeah, it's all people yeah, and adding value and
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, similar. But um but I'm really curious about is like um how like in networking, because I I'm just judging from my own experience, I've gotten really lucky and i found mentors that have coached me. Right, for free, or like that are invested in my success. Um, whether it's via like, and we've talked about this, right? Like via, um, like chat messages, Skype, um, you know, like little digital communities, right? This whole thing. Like, what have you guys, um, like where have you guys learned the most about your jobs, right? Where has that come from? Probably your network, right? Like, about being a better person, like, or like, being a better, um, yeah, other person professionally or personally. Right.
2: Yeah. So mentors and coaches. And, and one thing that I've observed about myself is, um, I'm much more into the, let me go hire a coach to teach me, um, versus let me join a peer group and see if I can network my way to this solution. And that's just me and my personality and what I like to do. And how I've had success. And I know people who do the opposite, right? They're all about the peer group and investing in those relationships and they get value that way. So, um, but what I, I don't know if you guys have heard of the concept of a personal board of directors mm-hmm. before, um, but this idea of this collection of people, because no one person can be that mentor for you. Right. And, and they're all going to have specific roles. And so it may be somebody who has actually done this thing that I'm trying to do and then there may be somebody who really demonstrates the values that I have, and then people who, like you talked about, are super connectors and know all these people and can introduce me to the right people, right? Um, and and on down the line, and so there's been a collection of of people who have um, filtered that, and and um, for me, I can you know point them out, but there's they've all filled different roles, right? There was never one single person that contributed the most to my success because it's been, you know, a mosaic of of all these different attributes that various people have given me. Yeah. And I mean, for, for me, it's, God,
1: I'm a little bit of the opposite. I've had the, I've had the coach before and, and I think that worked out well, but uh, you know, I've also done a network of people and, you know, kind of, worked my way through that. And uh, I've been in networks or connected with people who are within the industry. And I've also actually ventured outside of the industry, kind of like what you were saying, Miles, with some of the people you're connecting to. Um, And that's been really, really valuable. Just, you know, a different perspective on business in in of itself um, and learning from them and then taking that and applying it into the landscaping industry or my job or whatever. Um,
0: How did you fall into those people though?
1: um, I mean, a lot of it was through like networking and, you know, talking to somebody else and Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm a part of this group or I'm a part of that group. And as you build those relationships, you know, you, you find something that fits for you. Um, I mean, I was, I was part of a, you know, like a, a coaching group or whatever, and the fit just wasn't there. So I left, you know, you got to, you got to make sure you find that, that fit um, and keep in mind that not everything in there is going to apply to you or, or necessarily work for you. Maybe it's, it might show you a path or it might show you a path that you don't necessarily want to go down. So.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think like the, the key component there is that you, I mean, you didn't really say this, but in order to get there, you just kept on saying yes and giving those opportunities a chance. Right, even if they didn't work out, which is I think the most important part, especially you know if we're dealing with like you know our listeners who are maybe earlier on in their career, more so. Right, you're gonna you you really want to take the opportunity to say yes to whatever you can. Right now, when you do have the time and you it's it's you're you're willing to you can take on that risk, even if, if that risk is high or low. It's probably low risk most of the time, anyways. Um, even if you might feel differently. Um, and that will get you places and connected to people that you would never have imagined being connected to in the first place. You know yeah. Right? I mean,
1: saying kind of what you just said there, Miles, with like saying yes early, I mean, what's a, what's 30 days gonna, or 60 days, you know, within a group or, or whatever uh, to, to learn, um, try it out, see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, you you move on to something else that will fit what you're looking for and your needs. But you know, saying yes early on. And if you're moving through these, these groups and these networks or with your coach or, you know, whatever development you're doing with yourself, it's only going to make you grow more. And then you're going to learn how to properly say no in the future, uh, to what you're, you know, to things that are wasting your time, uh, you know, aren't going to get you to where you want to go.
0: And you're also going to like learn how to, um, And you also you also learn how to uh, be thoughtful about approaching new people, because the more people that you get exposed to, and like the more that you realize what you don't like or this doesn't work for me, that's actually really valuable. Because then, when like say uh, quote unquote big fish comes down the pond, right? Like like that you really want to be connected to, you have all this experience of dealing with these other people that you can be really clear about what your intentions are, what value you can bring or like what you want to learn and you can communicate that really thoughtfully, which stands out to, that stands out. Right. And it yep. being thoughtful is really um, I think is a cliche thing, but it's actually a very underutilized, very, very underutilized. Um, Cause it takes a lot of, you know, it takes effort.
2: And I, I totally agree. And I'll also add that the seasons of the most personal and professional growth in my life, um, have been the ones where I had all of that and an accountability partner who I was working with all the time to help keep me on track. Um, And the way I think of it is, you know, this type of growth is like, um, it's like a series of systems, right? Like the human body is a series of systems. You have the skeletal, you have the nervous system, you have the cardiovascular system, right? And all of these systems interact with each other and they're holistic, right? And you can't separate them and, and you really need all of them to be thriving. And, and I view my professional and personal growth the same way, right? When I have the coach who's encouraging me and the expert who has the technical experience and the role model who has the values and the accountability partner who's keeping me on track and the person with those complementary uh, strengths that I don't have that can help me get to the next level and then those people with shared interests that were, were breeding that excitement uh, like we were doing last week, miles, you know, like when all of those are in place, then we're like off to the races when some of them are in place, it doesn't work as well.
1: Yeah. I think, I think people miss out on, on that a lot. And they, they don't, they don't realize that, you know, they put so much focus and effort and, you know, whatnot in on their, their work per se, that they miss out on, you know, worrying about their health, their mental health, their, um, you know, relationships with with their friends, their family, significant other, whatever. <clears throat> I, I think it's such a it, it's it's such a shame because I think if if you focus on all of those and make sure all of those aspects of your life, your personal growth is good and your professional growth i mean they're all it's just going to work perfectly and you're gonna you're gonna see the other areas of your life continue to get in better and improve your work is going to become better because you're just your focus and your mindset's going to change sure
0: Mm -hmm. and it's cool because like i mean you'll meet people and like i've made friends like via landscapes right or nlp you know people like neil for instance like neil and i like probably talked more about personal stuff than work stuff at dinner, you know?
2: <laughs> right. Cuz cuz honestly, it's it affects our lives more than <laughs> the yeah. work stuff does. No, and it no, affects it our work more than the work stuff does, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, so it was great.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's that's kind of the point is that like the more that you surround yourself with people that you trust or people that are high values, high integrity people, the more that that's going to that at least for me, the more that's pushed me to be a better person. Right. And and it's more, so for instance, like I just picked up running and I've learned a lot of lessons about over the past, like four weeks about running and how like, it's actually down to consistency and, um, just putting in time. And it's like, it's made me connect a lot of other dots elsewhere, but, you know, um, but like that inspiration came from another part of my life. Right. So like, it's, it's interesting and like how, when, like the point is like, when you expand your horizons a little bit, you try new things or, um, it helps bring other things back into perspective. So in like work, I'm like, okay, so if running is, I have to be very consistent and hit targets. Why don't I treat my work the same way? You know, like, why am I trying to, uh, it's so it's, uh, so it's made me like, think about a lot of things really, uh, differently but that's what the good people in your life will do they'll, you know they'll challenge you on that stuff so there's a lot of good people out at landscapes <laughs> so yeah i don't know if you guys have anything else that's uh that's that's uh, that you wanted to to yab about but uh i don't really have much else Otherwise, those good. are gonna roll into rosen thorn rosen thorn what do you got oh geez all right we're doing it <laughs> you Luke, a chance. Luke, do you have anything to talk about, man?
1: No. Neil said you first.
0: No, I know, but I mean, I, I don't know if you had any other topics that you wanted. Oh to no, no, no. I think we're we had a good right. we had a good discussion today. Sounds good. All right, we'll roll into it. Um, yeah. So Rose and Thorn. So me, Rose. Uh, Rose is that the weather is sort of, kind of starting to break. Um, and since I have picked up running, the humidity is. Uh, I'm looking forward to it to be gone. Usually I can deal with it, but like, gosh, it's going to be awesome when it's fall, a little bit. Um, Another rose is, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just a, um, I just booked a therapy uh, a appointment with a therapist coming up next month, which is going to be good. You know, so even just doing that has helped a lot for my mental health, just knowing like that there's something out there to look forward to, to get, um, you know, to just... Uh, for, for, men, for for mental health. Um, some thorns. I don't really know if there's any thorns. Um, can't really think of any, to be honest. So what do you guys got? Well,
1: the weather here has been brutally hot for the past week. I mean, we're at the point where we're actually calling in crews early every day right now, because it's been, heat indices of 105 110 degrees and uh it's as much as i love the summer this summer has been horrible in the in the sense of how much humidity we've had and uh so i'm looking forward to that moving out i think it's supposed to be out of here by like sunday monday which will be nice um rose i've got vacation time coming up next week which i'm really looking forward to uh, don't have any plans, but just taking a week off, getting an extra day because of Labor Day, so that's uh, that's that's my rose. Is your boat still working? It still works. I just haven't been out on it very much.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, for me, I am just absolutely uh, light speed for the next six or eight weeks here. Um, and I'm going to have my, my thorn of all of this is I'm going to have to miss uh, I think four podcast episodes in a row, but um, week by week I go trade show, trade show. Then I fly to Europe for uh, my MBA program, which is starting. I'm stoked about that. Um, so it's going to be like a 12 day trip. And then I come home and run the marathon in Chicago and then straight to landscapes. So is going to be a nutty couple months but
0: recovery week and landscapes huh
2: recovery week well no i get a week in between at home first so yeah um so i'll be walking at landscapes again which is good but um You'll you'll need that recovery week between between landscapes and a marathon yeah for sure um but i'm stoked about it all so um you know the only The only real big thorn is I still fundraising, still trying to get to that $10,000 and uh, raising, uh, providing clean water, saving lives, uh, $50 at a time for kids all around the developing world who are dying without uh, reliable clean water. So um, once again, I will shamelessly and aggressively ask people to support the cause and uh, let's do something really meaningful today because let's face it, a lot of what we do every week just isn't that important. You can check out my website uh, or on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm posting uh, just about every week, that fundraiser. And thank you to uh, everybody who's already given because the support makes it all worth
0: it. There you go. We'll allow that shameless uh, shameless plug. That's good. Um, cool. Well, uh, it was good talking to you guys. Good chat. Uh, well, uh, and a big thank you to our listeners. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review. And uh, yeah, we'll talk next week. Take care, everybody. See ya. See ya.